Hello and welcome back to Practicing English. And today I'm going to talk about going to and will, and their use in predictions. And this is going to be a B2 session. I tackled this subject before in episode 38, but today I'm going to be more explicit and I'm going to talk in a little more detail about the differences and difficulties in understanding the choice between going to and will. Okay, so let's get going. Hello and welcome to Practicing English. My name is Mike Bilber and these are podcasts for students of English at B1 or B2 levels or for those students who just want to improve their general English. For transcripts of these podcasts, please go to practicingenglish.com. Right, to do this then, I've got a picture. And to see the picture, you'll need to get to Practicing English and go to episode 89. And you'll see a picture there of seven smaller pictures. And I'm going to talk about each of them and make a prediction. Now, the first prediction that I'm going to make is talking about what we can see in the picture and how that helps me to predict what is going to happen. So, when we do this, when we see evidence before us, or we hear the evidence, perhaps, then we usually use, no, we always use going to for these predictions. Now, as the prediction that we're going to make is based on something that we can see at the moment, we usually call this prediction present future. So, in the first photo, you can see a picture of a pregnant woman. So, the prediction is quite straightforward, isn't it? And the prediction is that she's going to have a baby. The woman is going to have a baby. And we can't say that she will have a baby. Now, the next picture is a picture of a woman in a spacesuit. Uh, so, she's an astronaut. And if we make a prediction about this woman dressed up like that, well, it's quite straightforward again, isn't it? We can see that she's going to get into a space shuttle and fly into space. And the next one we can see is a gentleman chopping onions on a chopping board. So, presumably, he's going to make a meal. He's going to make a meal. The next one is, well, it's a dark sky. The clouds are very dark or black even. So, we can make a prediction about the weather. Look at those clouds. It's going to rain. And our next one is, well, it's a, a woman there. Well, she seems to have broken down on the road. 
but she's a very capable woman. She's opened the bonnet of the car and she's going to fix the car. She's going to fix it. And our next one is an aeroplane. If we see that aeroplane, it looks like it's angled downwards. So we can assume then that it's going to land. Now, perhaps we can't even see the plane, but maybe if we are somewhere, perhaps in the airport or near the airport, and we can hear the roar of the engines, well, perhaps we can also make the prediction, can you hear that? That's a plane. It is going to land. So you don't have to see it. You can hear it as well. Now, the next one is a rather ugly scene, isn't it? There are a lot of plastic bottles and plastic things all over the beach. But uh, we can see some people, well, they're already picking up that rubbish and uh, putting it all into bags. If we make a prediction, we can say that they're going to clean up the beach. And thanks very much for doing that. They're going to clean up the beach. So that's quite straightforward, I think. When we see, when we hear the evidence, well, then we make a prediction. And we can call that, as I said, present future. Now, other types of predictions may be not really connected to what we can see or hear, but perhaps from general knowledge of the world, but the predictions are more neutral. They are what we call pure future. And pure future is talking about a future time which is not really connected to the present. When we make a prediction using pure future, well, we don't really know if the prediction will happen or not. They're just sort of based on things that we think, our opinions. When we talk about pure future predictions, we can use both, in fact, will and going to. What I'm going to do is to look at the pictures again, but instead of looking at what's actually happening in the picture and making a prediction from that, we're going to look at each picture as though it were a subject. And the first picture then of the pregnant lady would be the subject of families. So I'm going to make a prediction and I'm going to use will. Couples in the future will have smaller families or even no children at all. Okay, and I can use going to as well. Couples in the future are going to have smaller families or even no children at all. The problem with both of those words, will, and the expression going to, is that they have other meanings. And this is the big problem or complication about the use of modal auxiliaries, in that they have other meanings too. And so sometimes meanings can become ambiguous, and we can suspect they mean something different. Let's have a look at that a little bit more closely. Will has also the meaning of volition. Now, volition means that we say something because we want it to happen. So here's an example. You will do as I tell you. 
says the mother to her child. Or should I say, You will do as I tell you. So the will there is saying that I am telling you to do it. You must do it. Okay, so let's put the word, the modal auxiliary, will, back into that phrase. Couples in the future will have smaller families or even no children at all. My goodness, that could sound like a despotic government telling the people that they must not have large families. Now, we don't mean that at all. We're just making a simple prediction. Now, going to also has the meaning of intention. Here's a phrase then which illustrates the use of going to as an intention. So, for example, your partner, your mother, your father says to you, um, are you going to bed now? And you say, I'm reading this book and it's really good and I would like to finish this chapter. So you say, I'm going to finish this chapter before I go to bed. I'm going to finish this chapter. So it's your intention to finish the chapter. So let's put going to back into that phrase. Couples in the future are going to have smaller families or even no children at all. Again, there's the feeling there of intention. Maybe my intention as the speaker, a bit like will, and we don't mean that at all. What we need to do is to use words like I think, it's my opinion, I believe, and that shows that it is, in fact, a prediction. We can see then that these words can sometimes change the meaning or it's not very clear what the meaning is when we put them into phrases. If we just mean this as a prediction, well, we should say, I think, I believe, and that shows that it's just our opinion. I think couples in the future will have smaller families or even no children at all. What I'm going to do, I'm going to use will, because here we could use going to as well, but I want to separate the use of will from going to. And so here is a clear possibility for the use of will where we can't use it in present future. So let's go on to the next one then. The next one, well, about the woman dressed in a spacesuit. The subject could be space travel. Space travel, in my opinion, will be more popular as we inhabit new planets in the future. Now, the next one of the gentleman making a meal. The topic is going to be food. And my prediction is, I think that the food we'll eat in the future will be very different from today's. We'll probably eat insects. And the next one about the black clouds, it looks like it's going to rain, remember? That subject is going to be climate. And my prediction is, there'll definitely be less rainfall in some countries in the future. And the next one with the car. So the topic is cars in the future. So in the future, cars will probably be able to fly. 
That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? A flying car. And then our aeroplane is going to be the subject of air travel. And my phrase or my prediction is, I think that plane engines will be completely electric in 30 years' time. Or at least, I hope so. And then the last one about plastics. So that's the general subject of plastic and the environment. In this one, I'm going to make a conditional sentence. I'll tell you that it's better to use will in conditional sentences. Will is usually the first choice. And if you choose will in your predictions in conditional sentences, you'll always be right. So my sentence is going to be, if we don't remove plastic from our planet, nature and mankind are going to have serious problems. Okay, well, there's a lot of interesting predictions there. I don't know if you agree with them. Well, do you? That's all I'm going to say for now. Until next time, goodbye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.